0: something from the small scale to the large scale and basically what we're looking at is the sacrifices that we make in our own lives with individuals that are close to us um, what kind of sacrifices do we make and why do we make them
1: Huh.
2: Well, it's <laughs> pretty pretty deep for a <laughs> late Friday in a uh, school I, year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, this, as could, a, this could go in all sorts of different yeah. ways.
1: As a parent, I feel like, yeah, I, I'm. I know that uh, that you and and Alan will probably understand this. Cause you both have teenage kids as well, was, um, at at a certain point with parenting, it 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 kind of feels like an endless series of sacrifices (laughs) of your own personal needs to meet the needs of somebody who does not always seem to appreciate the magnitude of your sacrifice
0: right yeah um we should probably clarify the difference between compromise and sacrifice and we're often interchanging those two but there is a there is a pretty strong distinction, Alan. Do you have any idea of, on on the difference between the two of them? What's the difference between compromise and sacrifice?
3: I wonder if it's just the the, the feeling in which you you are you kind of give of yourself, right? So mm-hmm. um, to compromise is, sounds like it's got kind of a more positive vibe to it. Like you're you're willing to compromise. Right. But then perhaps a sacrifice is something that you're maybe less willing Mm. to or or less comfortable giving up. Interesting, yeah. I think what um, about you?
1: Well, compromise you compromise involves a balance, right? So there's a there's a give and a take with compromise. Uh Both parties involved in the relationship are modulating their needs so that the greater needs can be met or so that both people feel like some equity has been reached. Sacrifice is one person giving up or doing something in order to fulfill the needs for somebody or something else. Oh yeah. That's the way I look at it.
0: Gordon, do you have an opinion?
2: <laughs> uh, well, probably a different perspective. Yeah. unfortunately uh, yeah. things didn't work out, uh, for us in terms of uh, having a family that way, such as the rest of you. But, uh, um, you know, there's probably different levels I would think of sacrifice. Um, More superficial ones, obvious ones like, you know, money and uh, things like that. But uh, I would probably imagine it goes, goes, it can go a lot deeper than that. Those are pretty trivial things. All things considered, I think. um, I look at the sacrifices my own parents made for myself and my two siblings. and I'm a little bit amazed. Uh, it makes me sometimes feel a bit selfish. I don't know if I had, would have that uh, much of a, the patience that they've had with, with some of us and I think we're a pretty regular run-of-the-mill kids, quite honestly, but uh, um, you know, some of the things my parents, I'm sure all our parents had to do uh, for us. Um, and I am amazed at colleagues uh, such as yourself, colleagues and friends that uh, um when i hear some of the things that you can and cannot do uh because of obligations and um, i think sometimes i feel a little bit (laughs) selfish and that i can kind of take off and do things that maybe people with uh, young families can't so um i also think there's sacrifices you make uh apart from family for for friends and and colleagues and things like that Mm -hmm. um and uh you know it makes uh working here uh you know even through a pandemic and through some of the, you know, tumultuous times we've had over the last two decades, uh, knowing that you got a, a crew of friends here that uh, uh, will compromise and sacrifice. Uh, it, it, makes yeah. it makes it, makes uh, it uh, worth, makes it worthwhile yeah. um, even when you're having a crummy semester or a crummy year uh, mm. or through a pandemic or uh, through numerous admin changes. Uh, it, uh, it, 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 you know, you know that you got a team here that you can, you can count on. So.
0: Right, um, I'm gonna turn the coin over on its head. I'm gonna suggest that uh, sacrifice is something willing, that you're willing to give up something. And then I've heard compromise being used in the context of, oh, you've compromised your position. (laughs) You've compromised yourself. You are doing something that you're unwilling, but you have to do it. Does that make sense
1: yeah i'm like compromising your integrity in yeah, order to yeah. maintain a position at a, a job or something i can i can definitely see that interpretation of compromise
0: we're going to bring this to a much broader scale now is that something that governments do more often do they compromise for other governments or for their own people or do they actually make sacrifices what is What is the difference on that scale between compromise and sacrifice in terms of governments and politics?
1: I think that that the government frequently compromises (laughs) and um, often asks others to sacrifice. Mm. I don't see that the government or even members of the government uh, very frequently sacrifice themselves. Or their interests, or their financial interests, but they certainly seem to expect members of the public, and particularly in, in certain well, minority groups, to sacrifice in order to achieve, I guess, what are perceived as long-term goals. Um, and I think that they compromise our integrity on the world stage all the time. You can look at the, you know, the response to things like. Oh, the two Michaels in China, or the, mm. um, the the kinds of human rights violations that are happening globally, and the the government's response to them seems to at least be partially determined by the amount of geopolitical power that the country in question has. Which I mean, I'm not like I don't necessarily think of criticizing the government for that because I think that politically there are some things that are unfortunate necessities but it certainly compromises the integrity of of who we like to think we are as Canadians. Yeah.
0: Uh, Gord, um, you have some specialty around conflict, global (laughs) conflict. (laughs) And personal conflict. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Renée. We're not going to go there. Uh, But in terms of uh, governments uh, in conflict in uh, times of war, is there an economic element that is uh, that is tied to compromise and sacrifice?
2: Oh, most definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think that you could make the argument uh, that that is really a root cause of most everything that we see, mm-hmm. especially today. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, you know that compromise. I think is a word that gets uh, misused uh, in, a, in a very cheap sense. We're seeing that with the states right now, where the one party that's not in power uh, in any of the three branches uh, but now now they now they seek compromise <laughs> and accuse the other party of not when they've just spent four years not. You know so mm. um, you know, you say personal conflict. I, see, <laughs> I think we see that we see that on a personal level, a work level, and yeah. uh, globally mm-hmm. uh, in the government circles is that. Uh, um, compromises this word that's, that's used quite a bit, uh, um, in a sense to try and get your own way. Uh, and, uh, and as Jen said, I think it's a word that's used to sell, uh, both your own public and, and perhaps the international community. But I, I definitely think, uh, um, I I think the economy makes us all, uh, the Royal all, um, maybe compromise our own integrity our own values um so these are yeah. these are pretty deep uh, questions for, Al- <laughs> i thought we we're going to be talking about the nba playoffs <laughs> <laughs>
0: alan is that uh something that you're seeing more and more in the media is this uh, kind of heightened collective awareness of how
3: compromise is uh demeaning the function of civil society um, I think so. Like just listening to, to Janet and Gord there and, and what's in the news this week, just more locally, like um, all, all the protests around old growth logging mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, provincial yeah. government who campaigned on the protection of old growth forests. Right. And then coming to power as, as probably most political parties do and then compromise because, you know, economic interests are, are important, as, as, as Gord and Janet have said. And then um, I think it has come to the forefront for sure. Like I think the photo that I think of for this week is is that photo of the logging truck oh, yeah. coming down the island and, and just as massive <laughs> timber.
0: Can't imagine what how that, that how that makes was. Canada look oh. like it's compromising <laughs> itself
3: for for economic reasons over over environmental protection. And then juxtaposed with uh, CBC Radio this morning, talking about the fact that climate change is, mm-hmm. is accelerating. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the growth, the, the rising of uh, temperature, uh, um, a degree and a half, um, not decades away, but just yeah, simply years away. Yeah. And uh, those two things juxtaposed together um you know where we're all feeling kind of the stress on that and uh you know we're in a global pandemic but then all these other things are playing out while we're all focused mm-hmm. on the on the pandemic and yeah. uh these things have kind of been some of them have been sidelined the I pandemic has really stuff. uh revealed um the the important
0: sacrifice that science makes uh for the sake of seeking a a greater truth um and how do you think uh our our scientists are feeling about the pandemic and about the environment uh in relation to being uh being heard by governments and and government's reaction to what science is is telling them I
1: I think it really (laughs) depends on what country you are a scientist within Mm. um I and what administration that country currently functions under like I imagine that the scientists in the United States feel very differently right now than they did say at this time last year Um, I think that I think that scientists have played such a, a an incredibly crucial role in the rollout of these rapidly developed vaccines I think that scientists are being looked at as um, as as heroes, probably for the first time since maybe the Cold War or even World War II. Um, hmm. I don't know necessarily that that they've been required to either make like the scientists i'm not talking about healthcare workers but just scientists yeah. required to make particularly taxing sacrifices except maybe i guess late work hours nor i think have they really been asked to compromise um, science per se i think that that, uh, I think that that burden's really fallen on the healthcare professionals um, and the the first responders that scientists have sp- and I don't I'm not looking at this as being a deliberate thing on their part, but they've really been springboarded back into a position of uh, veneration in society where we're looking at scientists for the first time um, the way that I guess I always thought people looked at Albert Einstein right like that they yeah. have the answers that they are the experts and that mm-hmm. we need to respect them and listen to them with deference. And I think that for a very long time in our society, scientists have been um relegated to sort of a a stereotyped um socially mockable role at right least in
0: modern society mm-hmm. i mean if yeah. we look at the uh, enlightenment period in oh history, for sure
1: or, i'm talking about yeah. like yeah like more current history and i think that that's i mean i think that, that can only be beneficial we really should treat the people with you know expertise as experts and we should listen to them it's like the off argument for the philosopher kings right? right from socrates um it's nice to have a couple of philosopher kings around i personally believe in democracy but i would like for the philosopher kings to at least be voices that yeah. the elected officials maybe could listen to
2: so just off i hate hate to keep bringing it back to the states but it's been such a yeah i think they've really um been exposed uh, through this pandemic yeah. uh, on all sorts of levels, politically and scientifically mm-hmm. and yeah. economically, healthcare-wise, mm-hmm. the whole uh, bit. Um, yeah. So I, I find it interesting with the the scientific team um, that was front and center at a lot of this in the States. And it actually filtered to the rest of the world, whether whether we want to like that or admit it or not. But um, it was interesting to see, you know, what, what was the argument uh, for some of these top scientists that for purely I sense I guess in, for the sense of careerism they didn't they didn't stick to their data their principles they mm-hmm. sold their soul That was worrisome, mm-hmm. yeah. um, now did they some of the arguments have been we needed to do that because they needed we needed to remain in that room right so we had to I don't know if I buy that um, so in some ways I think I mean wear a mask you know and there's basically in a sense of civil war people got shot like Walmart yeah. Greeters mm-hmm. got shot and killed. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was really under attack, and I think it's, it, it could have everlasting damage to the scientific community, at least there, um, and in other, you know, Brazil and yeah. and some of the other places. So, um. I, I didn't just,
1: consider that. You're right. You know, they well, no, they, I'm not they, they to no, you no no. I, but you're I right. Just, like they did make compromises, and then they compromised themselves publicly by denying things like masks. And I and, hadn't thought about. And that. I
2: am intrigued by that, though. Is it and. Uh, and again, we're kind of uh, you know kind of U.S. centric here right now, but you know I read some you know some of the reporting on one of the chiefs of staff to Trump, who was a an honored military hero, and his argument was I needed to do what I could to stay there to keep the crazy limited, so to speak. Now we talk about compromise. Is that a good mm-hmm. compromise? To, I don't think for so. a greater good, and, and that's that's what yeah. I'm trying to get at with this, this yeah. sort of. this. Um, like, I really came to admire Fauci, yeah. right? And he really took a lot of abuse. He's still getting death threats because of yeah. the idiots around him. But right. he had to walk a fine line. He didn't want to get fired. You know, that's kind of the, the playbook there. Um, but I thought he, he did a, a very good job of not necessarily compromising his scientific value yeah. and his integrity. Um,
1: Unlike the woman who took over from him, yeah. who sat there and let Donald Trump tell people to drink household cleaner yeah. mm-hmm. and didn't speak up about it, because you're like th- that's a huge compromise. And
2: we we kind of went through our own, uh, not to the to to the degree it has happened in the states, but when Stephen Harper was prime minister, mm-hmm. that was a massive attack on the scientific mm-hmm. community, yep. massive yeah. uh, climate change deniers, you know, and uh, all the like, really got yeah. a lot of uh, play mm-hmm. under the Harper government, right? Um, so I, yeah, that's a very good question and a very good discussion, actually, about, uh, you know, when, you know, democracy is an interesting thing. You and I have talked about this with it. One of its weaknesses is that people get to vote, <laughs> you know, as funny as that sounds. And it's true though. we're seeing it with populism. Like, yeah. you know, you appeal to the, you know, um, as broad a base as possible to get voted in. Right. Um, and the only way to do that, quite frankly, is to uh, maybe not sacrifice your principles, but compromise. And, um, you can't really have your platform, which is probably the best thing there is. is but
0: Is that a global trend? Or is I think is it is, de- is, sadly. Is democracy compromising itself for populism?
1: Well, I think that's always been the risk of democracy. I mean, it was the criticism laid out by Socrates, you know, like, I mean, that's several thousand-year-old flaw. Benjamin Franklin said that democracy was an incredibly flawed system. It was just the best one we've found so far. And and I tend to agree with that assessment is that there are some tremendous gaping. And I'm not sure if there are avoidable flaws in the concept of democracy. And one of them is that it opens the door for demagoguery. And I think that the only, re- and I know I'm biased, right? But the only real solution for that is education. And if uh, you yes. look at, yep. at like the system of education in the United States and how it has been deliberately grinded down, I I think that you can draw a direct line between the 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 cessation of teaching civics as a, mm-hmm. a regular thing, and then the advent of a leader like you know the and former president. And then not only that, <laughs>
2: but the universities now they're not the sort of the bastion of no. free thought the yeah. especially the top universities they're pumping out these right of center you know. and
1: or just rigid thinkers like yeah. people who are not pluralistic in nature because i, I quite right. frankly i think that that's becoming an issue on both the left and the right more mm. mm-hmm. the right but i mean again i'm biased
0: and we're seeing uh, we're seeing people like alan you referred to you know octogenarians on the logging road.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We're seeing people of all ages and all stripes raising their voices to to be heard. Um,
1: Those people are
3: sacrificing. They are, for sure. And they're being asked
1: to to compromise. They're being asked to compromise. Well, oh, we're only going to cut down this part of the old growth forest. There's still lots of old growth forests left. (laughs) (laughs) And they're saying, no, we're not willing to compromise that. We're willing to sacrifice ourselves to stop you from pushing this forward because this is not a compromise that it it is um, is reasonable to ask of the people.
3: Last thoughts. Oh, I was just wondering if if uh, I guess just a question, Mm -hmm. Uh, sort of all our eyes are on COVID uh, around the world. Is, Is it showing us that we can globally tackle a challenge? Like is that mm. too optimistic to kind of take that view that we can, we can right. collaboratively work work together on facing um, confronting huge challenges that mm. face humanity, the, mm. the planet. That's a nice
0: thought. Perhaps when when we're faced with a life and death crisis. But any other time, like climate change, <laughs> or. Uh, or you know the uh, overfishing, mm-hmm. uh, these kinds of things that uh, we now understand are starting to have an effect, but they're not quite yet life and death. Perhaps the only uh, the only crisis is a life and death crisis that makes government approach the idea of sacrifice. Huh. For, for the sake of everyone's life. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'd love <laughs> to think that was the case, but maybe go down to India and ask them how well the global response to the pandemic has yeah. been. Oh right? Like, like yeah. us here in the developed world, we're doing pretty well. But if you look at the way that the pharmaceutical companies have dealt with the distribution of vaccines, because I remember in the beginning when we all said mm-hmm. that we were going to open share all these vaccines, it wasn't mm-hmm. going to be done for profit. It was going to be a global initiative. And now where yeah. are we at with that, right?
0: Yeah, Bill Gates uh, was heard saying that it, it's not a question of uh, releasing the patents for the vaccine it's just granting the factories in those uh countries license yeah. to produce mm-hmm. it even they, they they can't even produce it because they don't they haven't been granted the license yeah
1: and i mean I talk about putting profits before yeah. global yeah. concerns yeah. i mean
0: well this was a great conversation about compromise and sacrifice <laughs> thanks for uh thanks
1: for sharing your ideas and thoughts I do love the podcast. <laughs> Thank you Thanks for me Thanks.